Hi, Eden. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls. And I'm Eden, and the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is Confessions, a new mini-series created in collaboration with Coach. Coach is celebrating what we carry with us, not just your wallet, keys and lip gloss, but the stories and experiences that have shaped us. So with a few very special guests, we'll be delving into the experiences that you need advice on. From relationship drama, friendship woes, career mishaps and embarrassing moments to the revelations and aspirations we carry with us. We're here to offer advice and process it all together and encourage each other to embrace being ourselves because what we carry with us makes us stronger. Before we get started, be sure to check out our latest print issue featuring all the guests from this series. It's free for all of our UK listeners, all of our UK audience. Basically, if you live in the UK, you can get it for free. Eden, who are we talking to today? Today, we are talking to Kat Burns. Woo, 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 woo. You interviewed Kat for the print scene. Would you like to tell us about her? Kat's a musician from London. You've probably heard her. She popped off on TikTok with the song Go. And she's been on the go ever since. On the go? Going on the go? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Kat is also a very proud queer black woman. I feel like her advice in this podcast episode is so insightful. Definitely caused me to reflect on certain things. And here is the episode. Hi Kat! Hello! Hello Eden. Hi Ione. Always there. Um, so today we are joined by Kat Burns, our cover star for the month of March, April. I don't even know, for a, few, for a couple of months, but the zine's out now. You can get it on our website for free, so go and get a copy. Kat, would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to the listeners? Hello, I'm Kat Burns. I'm a 22-year-old singer from london south london whereabouts stratton oh nice i'm in peckham so very very close (laughs) (laughs) so today we are doing confessions which is where people send in their problems queries questions life issues and we try and solve them the best we can as i can only speak for myself someone that is probably not good at giving advice I don't know maybe I am good at giving advice. <laughs> I think you're good at advice Eden actually no you're not sorry I don't know if you are a cat because I've only just met you but <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out so number one is from and these are all anonymous by the way so if you want to send in a confession for a future episode just hit us up on Instagram or whatever so number one I'm a very confident person normally but as soon as I hang out with my partner's friends I become so shy it's so embarrassing, but I can't stop closing off. How can I get over this? Hmm. I feel like I get this around certain groups of people. Like, if you're just not in the mood, I become so quiet. What do you think, Kat? Um, I feel like whoever this person is just needs to, like, be patient with themselves. Like, you don't know them. They're not your, like, they're not your group of friends. And as your relationship develops with your partner, like they might become you might get closer to them but you don't like know them so Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be expected to be like super like social and like be so so chatty and I just think that there's a bit of pressure that's put on partners especially when they're meeting friends and like hanging out with their partner's friends to be like 
super likable and like make everybody like them in every single interaction they have, which is then what gives them a lot of pressure. So I think just like remind yourself that they're like not your friends and there is no pressure at all. Like just be yourself. And if you don't feel comfortable to speak or say anything, then you don't have to. I just, I'm a fan of that. I just won't speak if I haven't got anything to say or I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel yeah. like more people need to take that approach to life. <laughs> yeah, I think I yeah. do the and like overcompensate and just start being really obnoxious probably. I just can't do that. No, then maybe you need to speak to your partner as well and be like, maybe like help me out, like guide the conversation towards me or something. Like they need to have your back as well. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's really hard to go into, especially a group of people. Like if it was just one of them or like even a couple of them, but if it's a big group, I find that really intimidating because you don't know how you don't know the dynamics of the group and you don't know like what they enjoy talking about or like any of these kind of things what the vibe is and it just makes it like (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to word it better than that yeah yeah no it's true nice I'm trying to think if I have any other good advice I also just think that there's like so much pressure to when it comes to like your partner your romantic partner to like assimilate in their friendship groups really naturally and they become your friends and vice versa and then you become this one big group which I don't think is necessarily healthy all the time like I think it's important to mm. get on with your partner's friends but I think it's kind of a myth that it has to be like oh you're hanging out every weekend and you all like love each other and like blah 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 blah, blah. like you can just like them and not have to see them that much and I'm a really big advocate for people in relationships having their own lives and their own friends as well what do you think Kat? Yeah no I'm the same like I don't I don't I don't think you need to be super close bestest of friends with your partner's friends. I think naturally like you know if you're married or you're in like a like a deep partnership where you're living together and you've got kids or your lives are fully kind of intertwined you might end up just seeing those friends more because they might come around the house or you just like more scenarios where you're going to be around them all the time but I I'm a big kind of fan of like yeah what you were saying like you should have just independent lives almost and just like your friends are your friends their friends are their friends and you get on really well and they're like you get on and your friends but it's not this like pressure to like have to be the bestest of friends because they might just have certain traits that you don't that it's not it's not compatible with you mm-hmm. and you might not enjoy talking about what they enjoy talking about or like some of the interests that they have you just don't really have so you there's just no sort of common ground or they don't get your humor you don't get theirs so it's like this like I don't think there should be really any pressure to be best of friends with your partner's friends yeah yeah I agree I think it's a myth yeah a myth it's nice to keep things separate I think sometimes not separate but to like have your own have your own life together and then have like they can have their friends and you can have your friends like it's absolutely it's not a bad thing but like, I would never text no. my partner's friends or something like that like I'd never make individual I mean you know no judgment on people that do have that life but I think it's important to boundaries seems like such a uh like a tidbitty word here not even boundaries but just to like know that you don't have to be a people pleaser all the time with absolutely everyone yeah well yeah I don't I don't really message my 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 partner's friends we speak on like, Instagram sometimes but I think I've always kind of had that mindset of like, but you're, you're like her friends. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like a, a thing of like, I'm, I'm very picky with who I let into my circle. And of course I'm like, me and my girlfriend will be together forever. But if God forbid we weren't, 
that that just goes away like mm-hmm. her and her friends leave with her so I feel like there's is there like it's some, sometimes it's a bit of like do I make this super deep connection with these people and then they leave because yeah. they're naturally going to take the, the the side of their their friend that's what I was kind of getting at as well because I feel like it's such a trope in tv and like film and all of that stuff isn't it like the messy breakup where people have to choose the person that they're then going to be friends with when like the couple break up or anything like that and it's like that doesn't actually have to be the reality of the world (laughs) by any means and like to be honest I don't really know it to be a reality I feel like most of my adult friendships and relationships have had relationships where you know if there is a breakup it's the lines are very clear and it's not like whose side are you on it's just like a natural thing which comes from yeah not overstepping the the other person's space so much yeah 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 absolutely Eden would you like to read out the next confession do you have Uh, one no okay I'll do it then (laughs) okay so this one's a bit spicy last week me and my best friend shagged after a night out and the next morning neither of us mentioned it at all I'm scared we fucked up our friendship and we need to talk about it but do we actually have to lol Mm. Eden would you like to begin with your advice (laughs) my advice would be just you just have to laugh about it you know people have sex all the time it's 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 fine it's okay you're gonna make it through this I think like it's not that deep I don't know though it could be deep yeah it could be well if you're feet if you're feeling that deep maybe you actually like this person yeah I think that's like there's two conundrums here isn't Mm. there it's like a, it was either just nothing and then it's awkward or you are in love. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in their situation, part of me would just be like, just don't say anything. <laughs> but the other side of me would just be like, just just talk about it quickly. Just be yeah. like, lol. That was quite funny that we did that. And then just gauge what the like what what they say. If they're like, yeah, that just like I don't know why. Do it, whatever. Then you can be like, yeah, yeah same. And yeah. then you're not like embarrassing yourself. I think just either don't bring it up at all, ever, or... Why? What do you think the, like, cons and pros are to that situation? Pros and cons, I don't know why I said it the wrong way. <laughs> um, I think the cons are kind of what the person said. Like, if if they do have a conversation about it and then it just, the lines get blurred and that's their, that's their like, close friend and now the relationship's changed and they can't go to them the way that they did before that's quite difficult versus the pros would just be I don't I mean I I I don't really <laughs> see like, any pros, there, are no pros. In, <laughs> there aren't any pros in, in getting a friend I just I, that any of my friends I'm just like ill like so, <laughs> but I know other people have like blurred lines with like the diff- but I just for me there's no pros in that situation because yes like it depends on what people's view of like sex is. Some people, mm-hmm. it's literally just like nothing. It doesn't matter. It's just a little bit of fun. Who cares? And for other people, it's this like really like meaningful exchange of energy and all that stuff. And it's like it just then you have to find out. Then it's just nine times out of ten, someone's lying. Someone's saying, "Oh, I don't care. It's fine," because mm-hmm. you've said you don't care, or like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's like it's very hard to find people who it genuinely was just a bit of fun and Mm. they can move forward fine it's always like a bit of fun and then a new person comes into the mix and then it's all a bit techie I don't know yeah what do you think Ioni I think also it's like mm, I think 
I would probably have to say something, otherwise I would just be thinking about it all day, every day for the rest of my life, that it was awkward, even if it wasn't awkward, like I would make it awkward in my brain. Mm -hmm. This is just me Mm -hmm. personally. But I also think there is something to be said about, you know, like this person is saying that they're worried that they fucked up their friendship. But friendships do change and like maybe it's not a bad thing. Like friendships, we I feel like we have this kind of mindset with friendships that they need to stay at their best point all the time or they're not like a good friendship they're not a worthy friendship and we don't really view them how we view other relationships in our lives that have like dips and peaks and like go through good times go through bad times we expect friendships to always be like 100% top whereas really we need to accept that sometimes they change sometimes your like relationship and thoughts towards a person change and that doesn't mean that they're your enemy or that you can no longer ever ever talk to them again it doesn't mean that like you have to be in a relationship with them if you shag them. It just means that, like, maybe there's a little bit of a vibe shift and you have to, you know, ride mm. that until you reach a point in which you feel comfortable again. I don't know. Does that make any sense? No, yeah. No, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's it's like a wave almost. And you can become closer and then you mm-hmm. can kind of become more distant from people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> depending on if you shagged after a night out. yeah I yeah. think I yeah, just you gotta nip it in the bud though you can't you can't avoid the conversation why <laughs> me and Kat a team never bring it up again <laughs> oh no I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, t- I'm team bring it up have a laugh and move on <laughs> I think it does make it better some people like love those awkward conversations as well and really like enjoy getting into the meat of things and being like mm. why 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 which I feel like I used to be way more like that and way more, not confrontational because I think that implies an aggression, but way more just like, I want all my feelings out in the world at all times. But I do think mm. there's also a power in holding some things back. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> That's very true. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still team. You got to talk about it. I think you have to talk about it if you want your friendship to remain as a best friendship and if you want it to... Or if you want it to progress into a romantic relationship, but if you just want to forget it ever happened, then I also um, an advocate for that decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, I feel like I think, yeah, I think the healthy thing to do is communicate and speak. But if you are an avoidant, um, <laughs> I wouldn't judge you for just not saying anything. But it will come up eventually, and like I guess the longer you leave it, the more it can fester and grow in a different way or I don't know it just like yeah it's it can it can show itself in many different ways if you leave it too long exactly like I think if it's gonna personally make the person avoid their friendship then that's a bad thing but if they think they can just continue on without mentioning it as they were then that's not necessarily a bad thing basically yeah tricky question I know I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a right I don't know I feel very conflicted because I feel like the um messy like five years ago version of me would be like speak about it straight away blah, 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 yeah. air out all your dirty laundry and I'm like I don't know what I'd do I'm just <laughs> sit anxious in my house for a week <laughs> <laughs> so this one is wild and I think I'll just delete all my social media accounts and hide forevermore just found somebody on my close friends on Instagram is screenshotting all of my close friends posts and sending them to my ex what do I do Rebecca Vardy vibes. Yeah, big Rebecca Vardy vibes. Or, or yeah, is is that the same as what Kim Kardashian did when she was trying to work out who was yeah. leaking all of her stories? Yeah, With the, ba- the fake babies. What yeah. was it? 
I can't actually remember what it was. What was it? It was like she, it was like someone, she was trying to work out who of her close friends was leaking stories about her. So she did like a story where, yeah, where she announced something and that person went and like shared it somewhere. And she was like, well, it has to be you because no one else, like she did it in a way like, so it's similar to this story. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know the like exact details of how she did it, but she found out who was doing it by like leaking like something fake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to, that only that person could know. Um, Kat, what do you think close friends etiquette is? Like, do you ever screenshot other people's close friends stories? No, I think most of the time, like close friend people, like in my circle, people don't really use close friends. Like, really? stories yeah like Why people do don't think? really use that um do you have, do you have finsters just, instead uh people have finsters but i don't know i think it's just like people just don't mind sharing it out to the like masses like mm-hmm. but i think if that was me and i really wanted to know who it was because nine times out of ten i would have just i would just stop posting on close friends yeah like mm-hmm. if i know that but if i really wanted to work out who it was I just be really meticulous and just like do one at a time. I just post a story. I like p- take everyone Hide off it from and just everyone. do one person. Yeah. yeah. And then work out who it is based on that. Just like whatever the phrase is, something of elimination, something like that. Yeah. I'll do that. I also need more info. Like how does this person know that the ex is seeing all of it? Like has the ex spoken to them? Like what the hell is going on? Exactly. But I also feel like there's a conversation to, like to be had. <laughs> I don't know. Eden, what do you think close friends etiquette is? I think close friends is a sacred space, but I'm not gonna not screenshot stuff on close friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so it's not wow. a sacred space. Wow. <laughs> if it's like something really juicy, maybe. Everyone's gonna take me out wow. of close friends now. Yeah. Actually, let me not be fake, because I remember who is it? I saw something on someone's close friends before. And I did, I did screenshot it. Oh, I did. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I screenshotted it and sent it to my friend. It's all and coming then, out in the wash. Mm. I, think, I think it's like... You go. I don't that. know. I think sometimes it's purposeful. Like, some people put you on their close friends on purpose. Like, you're not mm. actually close with them, but they put you on there because they yeah. know that you're going to get this information to somebody that they want to get the information to. Thank yeah. you. This is yeah. so yeah. true. Calculated like close, close friends. I feel like close friends yeah. are such a rogue internet space because, yeah, A, to be honest, I don't think I would ever post something on there so personal or, like, that was, like, laced with trauma or that I was really upset about that I wouldn't mind having shared because, yeah, I just don't trust, even if I really trust you, like, there's this depersonalization that comes with Instagram, right, where even though it's private or semi-private, in inverted commas, you feel... Yeah, you're looking at it through the phone. So how can it be secret? Nothing that you have on your phone on a social media space is really secret. It's how I view it from a posting perspective. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily. Yeah. But also, yeah, I'm invited to rogue, like invited to, lol. I'm added <laughs> to rogue people's close friends all the time. And I'm like, oh, this is really, like it endears me to them. I'm like, great. That's very nice. Like I feel blessed. But then after like the 10th really heavy close friends post, I'm like, Oh, Take me out. <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. I got added but to someone's true. close friend on their Finster. I felt very special. No, no. The Finster oh. close friends. The inner inner circle. 
what's that tweet where it's like we should all know less about each other like that's just how I feel about all of this like Mm. it's true though I agree with you in terms of like um if you're posting something online there is an element of kind of accepting that anybody could have access to this piece of information like you kind of just have to accept that it's going out to the masses even if you put it on your close friends even if you like I think that about literally anything like anybody could hack into anything and and share all of your like information even things that you're sending to your friends and like whatsapp or iMessage or something Mm -hmm. like you like you have to be conscious of what it is you're like sharing out there so if it's not in a piece of information that you don't want somebody to know I just I just wouldn't share it in the first place if you don't want your your ex-partner to to find anything out yeah don't don't share it and obviously you can't control if like your friend shared something of you on their close friend or something like that but like I just would say don't share it I also feel like there's like a level of depersonalization because if you found out for example that your friend in person was gossiping to your ex about your chatting shit it's so much easier to have a conversation with them like oh I've heard you said this blah 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 blah. but if it's something that's just like somehow screenshotting a story and then sending it to someone else doesn't feel as something you can be like that was an awful thing to do blah 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 blah, blah. do you know what I mean because mm. well because you put it out there in the first place yeah exactly yeah. exactly like it's not a private yeah. conversation mm. yeah agreed digital footprint is the scary thing mm-hmm. yes yeah, it feels very like um secondary school watch what you post <laughs> online or you'll never have a job in your whole life like, yeah. like I'm, not trying, <laughs> I'm not trying to advocate for that like I do think sharing online is a good thing but I do also think when it comes to like very acutely personal things we don't have the boundaries that we should have all the time Kat how do you navigate that as someone that kind of it has a growing public persona um I just don't share things that I don't want out sort of publicly like I'm just very (laughs) mindful of what I share I I reread over and over and over again my posts just to make sure that I know that my intention or what it is I'm trying to say is coming across in the way that I want to say it Mm -hmm. I I just don't share like super super personal things on my social media just because I don't feel like I should and that I have to I think there's aspects of my life that I definitely share if I'm like struggling or going through certain things but I think if it was there's certain things that I just don't think social media need to know the ins and outs of all the time like if I was going through a breakup and me and me and that person just broke up I wouldn't post and be like day one of the breakup (laughs) like just taking myself out to just like experience life and like doing just very like it's just not me versus like you know six months down the line being like oh I was going through like a really hard breakup back then on something that has passed rather than in the moment because I just I think it's I see it to be a little bit disrespectful to who you're with when it's things like that who you were with um yeah I just don't share stuff (laughs) I think yeah I think that's something else that we don't really talk about when we talk about sharing on social media is like the intention of when you post personally like so often we talk about the reaction and this is obviously about a reaction 
but we don't talk about our own intentions when we post like I try and talk about it quite a lot like do you want attention which is totally valid like if you do or do you want to talk about something you went through because you want to like connect with like-minded people or are you promoting something and I feel like when we post we so often post from this kind of mix of all the three where it's like I just want to do something right now so it's there and we don't interrogate why and that kind of informs how we emotionally respond to stuff like this as well I feel yeah I think it's definitely especially when it's like breakups people who share things instantly or like they reshare like quotes and just random things all like straight away is definitely like they I see it as like a cry for help Mm -hmm. but like but also in a like I want attention because the person mm-hmm. that used to give me all this attention is no longer is here yeah is gone so I just need it like somewhere else whether that's you know people messaging going sending you so much love or like people who like used to like you have now dm'd you being like hey like <laughs> I'm here if you need any like just that kind of they want that sort of instant gratification that social media can give you so it's, yeah, so I think it's really interesting what you're saying about like asking yourself before you post, like what is my intention with this post? And I think oftentimes a lot of people's intention is to get attention, mm-hmm. which also shouldn't which is yeah aligned because everyone wants attention all the time, and we have such yeah. a negative connotation towards oh she wants attention, she's attention seeking, they're attention seeking. It's like no, it's a natural part of life, and once we accept that in ourselves, we can like interrogate what makes us want it more. I think what you said is so good. Also, another Kim Kardashian tie in here because she's being the queen of a like pointed quote post on her stories post Kanye breakup. Like, have you seen Kim. them? It's always like, yeah, Kim. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, could people always win and like stuff like this or whatever? Oh <laughs> my very god! Kim grow up. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything social media always comes back to Kim Kardashian. It does. Literally, there's no escaping it ever yeah um there really isn't well that is all of our confessions for this week thank you so much Kat thank you I loved your insight it was really like yeah I think it would be really helpful to people yeah I think what you said about like retrospectively posting like posting online like yeah I was going through this at the time but like this was like six months ago I think we should all take that advice like we don't need to post all of our feelings immediately but it's nice to give people kind of like an insight into how you were feeling maybe six months ago yeah if you want to get personal i like that absolutely thank you cat thanks cat and thank you eden and thank you to all of the listeners as we mentioned at the top of the episode this is our new mini series in collaboration with coach there's three episodes which means we're doing two episodes a week for the next few weeks baby you can get your free print scene if they haven't all sold out from the episode description and we will see you on monday for our regularly scheduled sleepover club episode thank you to olivia for editing to everyone at coach sam caitlin and Gemma for working with us on this project thank you to gina and gina and charlotte and Misha and Hattie and Grace. We will see you on Monday. Goodbye, bye-bye. Bye.